Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Well, hello, give me a cheer if you like Doctor Who. Give me a cheer if you like Silver Nemesis. Less, less people. (laughs) That is telling for this evening. Uh, How are we doing, lads? Well. Well, (laughs) well, well, well. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing fair to Midland. Good, okay. It's going to be fun. Yeah? Yeah? Amazing. Right, that wasn't the intro to the podcast. As you may know, the podcast starts differently. Mm. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to pretend that we never came on. And, uh, and we're going to do a little with someone, some clever little uh, person. I was going to say some clever little dick, and I didn't then. No, no, it was dick, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good prep for how uh, censored I'm going to be today. Um, has put together a little mega mix for us. So to welcome everyone in, you're going to get a little, like, um, a, a, some little snatches of previous episodes, and then we're going to start the thing proper. Does that sound good? Yes! Here we go. Ushering his companions inside the TARDIS, The doctor followed them in and closed the door firmly behind him. There was a wheezing, groaning sound. The wheezing, groaning sound. The wheezing, groaning sound. The wheezing, groaning sound. The wheezing, groaning sound. Let me regale you of a tale of a gentleman in a blue box. We start in media res. I don't know what that means. This is not available in the shop. Ghastly green. Evil, evil since the dawn of time. Doris, take the budget out for a walk. It's all right, Prof. Cosmo, waiting for K9 to score them. Daganja. Oh, hello. I yeah. went for a toilet and the juice of apple came out of my strange snake. I can see it still in my mind's eye. <laughs> Sleeping bag full of cake. What is the solution? I've got the key to Broadmoor. I was found in the loft with knickers askew and my dignity all over the shop. Doris! Doris! Akino! Stick, stick that on your TikTok. Stretch him out of this life! The TARDIS has got fools! Pickings! <laughs> Book of fannies. Nonsense! You knobby Nelson. Graphic detail! Are you doing that? This week, genital health. You can't go to bed with all your clothes on. Debbie does Davros. It's beautiful day. Oh, that's where my gerbil went. The fannies are destroying the planet! He wants to come into the water with us. Tom has been smoking. I got up off the buffet and my love eggs fell out. <laughs> I felt my titties tickle. Why is the doctor never around when you want him? Press four and say you'll connect them to Julia. The local pervert. Baby, baby. <laughs> I'd like to give my ring to someone. Go enjoy your nosh. What's the charge? <laughs> Eating a meal? A second Chinese meal? Good night, Pedro. How does a jumble sale work? 
E equals MC squared, just as I thought. Glenn Bender. Dancing his nut off. Release the cock and balls. Can you show me that man who was having sex with a chicken when a rock fell on him? What a crazy adventure. Oh, I am dead. A well-deserved pearl necklace. This is a warning. I am also a time lord. <laughs> One catch Terry on the order. The will of the croton. Well, now we'll be showing you how to make a pervert out of some milk bottle tops. Got the rabies. Hello there. Oh, for the urges. <laughs> it's a trap tea set. Big jumping gobstopper. One has one's twinges. We will be back sexing you. All the best. Martin Jarvis. He's a right tart. <laughs> Hello, Talos. The right Putin. Hang on, is this felching rocks? Space, 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 space! Place. Festival here in the St. Pancras Room at King's Place, a venue in which I once performed a pre-recorded monologue from the viewpoint of a parasitic alien life form attached to my head, <laughs> whose mission was to have sex and or murder Giles Brandreth. The <laughs> alien was a bath sponge sellotaped to my head. The online sketch was greeted with abject silence for six minutes. We present a wheezing groaning sound, <laughs> the only Woo! Doctor Who podcast to be performed by three men who have devoted their lives to a science fiction show known only to my Slovak partner as Mr. No. <laughs> I am Paul Littred and joining me as ever are my best friends and my best buds and I love them the bits. They're my our companions as ever. They are Mr. Tom Neenan and Mr. John Ray. Welcome everyone. Oh yes. Yay. And this evening we will open up and examine the 25th anniversary cadaver <laughs> that is... Silver Nemesis, and we will also celebrate in a very small way an anniversary of our own. Ooh. Because this is our 50th episode, boys. <gasps> it is. So hurrah to that! Hooray! Yeah. Says I. 50 now, years listen, old. Now mm. listen, whatever we say tonight, you may not agree with. Please do not be upset if you do not agree with some of our decisions. The one thing that we do know, chaps, is you never really want to upset a Whovian, do you? That is very true. Not really. I mean, it's not that they're going to actually hurt you physically, but they are the sort of people that will break into your house in the dead of night and rearrange your target novels in guild order. (laughs) Anyway, so very soon we will uh, press on with the show. And also, I have to say, (laughs) later on, we will be uh, (laughs) announcing the... uh, Results of the competition. Where one of you lucky people will get the chance to walk away. (laughs) (laughs) But let's get on with the show. Mm. Please. So, um, shall I get on with what was going on television or is there anything else to do? No, I think that sounds very good. Okay, okay. So, um, uh, normally you remind me. uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so (gasps) do that. What? What was that? I don't know. Did you hear that? No. No. <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyway. I presume it's a critic. Yeah. What is... Okay. Huh. Is... You're right, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't like this. No. 
That is a wheezing, groaning sound from the Sixth Doctor. And this is the Sixth Doctor. It is Holy fuck! Friend. Hello. Just in case you don't recognise me as I am now. Oh. So, the wheezing, groaning sound. I wonder what that relates to. Could it possibly be... <laughs> the noise the TARDIS makes as it goes and comes about the Doctor's business. Well, there you are. Um, Paul, Tom and John, you are approaching your 50th episode, or have just completed your 50th episode, of a wheezing, groaning sound <laughs> podcast. I had a little listen to it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have to say... I was worried about the person that you were torturing in the background. Fair enough. There was somebody in a great deal of pain. <laughs> um, I don't know whether it's one of you or whether you torture somebody while you're recording your programme. <laughs> but in, in between the screams of agony, uh, there were some interesting and a little shocking in cases. Um, gobbits of information <laughs> and opinion, which is delightful. <laughs> but I'm delighted to hear that you like the sixth doctor, at least you say you do, in order to get me to record this for you. <laughs> Whether you do or not, it's a different matter. Thank you for watching Doctor Who. Um, thank you for being, as you say, to your friend Bert, who is the <laughs> generous donor of my time to you, John Paul and Tom. Bert thinks you've got a good podcast. <laughs> So I'm sure you've got a good podcast. And you've done 50 of them. So your stayers, I'll give you that. <laughs> Congratulations. Have a good 51st, 52nd. And keep watching Doctor Who, because it only gets better. And I do hope you listen to Big Finish as well. Keep casting your pods <laughs> to the swine. And I hope they all enjoy them. And do stop torturing that poor person in the background. I do feel sorry for him. Well done. Bye. <laughs> Colin Baker! Colin Baker, ladies and gentlemen. Now, earlier today when we all met, Tom said, oh, I'm going to do a little thing just before you do mm. what was on telly that day, mm. but didn't tell John and I. No. So that no. is genuine. Wow. I, what, see, part of me was like, oh, my God, what a generous thing to do. Then I saw Cameo and went... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you paid him... They paid him. In gravy. Still, I, he was a fan of Bert, though. So he, <laughs> he loves Bert. Yeah. Um, I would say I edited that down because true Colin Baker style, he gave way more so than was ever hours. required. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gave up his time like no one else, and uh, God bless wow. him. Wow. Did he begin God with my first him. is in C, but my second <laughs> is in who? Oh, God, this is going to go on forever. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, anyway. um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, that was going to happen. No, no, thank you, Tom. My absolute pleasure. No, thank Bert. No. Um, thank you, Bert and Tom. Bert Quack, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, so, we're going to, um, I've done the intro. Um, yeah. Normally, you need to now say, because obviously oh, this yeah. will be edited and be tight as fuck. Of course. But at so the moment, it's shambolic I am, joyous. I am a top editor, yeah. <laughs> but, Paul... What, what else was on television the day, the hallowed day, that a silver <laughs> nemesis first appeared on our televisions? And what oh. about the cover of Radio Times that week? 
good, Lobo. Let me tell you. By the way, boys oh. love the show. <laughs> um, Thank you. Well, Seven Nemesis appeared on our screens on Wednesday, the twenty third of November, nineteen eighty eight, at nine thirty five of the PM. Now, if you began your televisual joy viewing, um, you started off six AM with CFAX. <laughs> yeah. A little bit later on, you had a program called Jill Lamb. I've never heard of this Jill Lamb. Jill Lamb. <laughs> no? It's just called Jill Lamb. The blurb says this week Jill gets lost in a Turkish bath. Oh, boiled lamb. She does she want to be found? Sheep. No, she does not. <laughs> so, um, Jill Lamb. Um, I'm, my next um, uh, television treat is at ten twenty-five. I'm presuming that Jill Lamb six forty didn't last until 10.25. Lost <laughs> in a lost Turkish bath. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So at 10.25 was Play Bus. <gasps> Play oh, Bus. Yeah. But where does it go? Yeah, guys, it's the Dot Stop. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck Dot. <laughs> no one liked Dot. Oh, no. John, you're going to hate this because <laughs> Dot is dotty about dots and stops. <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> why bird or nothing? Perhaps today you should give a fuck because she finds a number six domino and loses her shit. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I probably won't. I made that up. Patch stop was the worst stop though, right? That was when you turned over at the patch stop. What was patch stop? Is that just quit smoking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the methylene clinic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just really grim, really yeah. grim episode of Playboy. I don't Bus. know what that, I don't, I don't remember any of this. Peggy Patch from the patch stop. Nope. No. Moving on. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, 10.50 no, no can... of the AM was the bunyip. What? Yeah, a lot of people are smiling. Is yeah. that a Welsh thing? I mean, obviously they're screaming and crying, but they're smiling through that. Mm. It says the bunyip, and it just says this. It's the hottest day of the year, and the sun is feeling queer. <laughs> Fair enough. Is he Good going for him. On? Good for him. Yeah. Anything to comment on Is it on the that? same sun from the Teletubbies? Okie dokie. 10.55 was 5 to 11. This is amazing. 5 to 11. Patricia Routledge... <laughs> who I happened to be talking about earlier with some uh, friends of uh, this podcast. Hello. Patricia Routledge reads out viewers' poetry. <laughs> Can you imagine that, Terry? I mean, that, in, the, in this day and age, that is a blog. <laughs> reading out viewers' no, poetry. No, that's not a telly programme. I was in Oxford having a punt. We cannot. We can't, we can't do. We cannot. Although if it started, there once was a man from Nantucket. She might be who lived with Hyacinth Bucket. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah that's that's written by Betty Boothroyd, of course. Yes. <laughs> I actually won a poetry. I won the National Devon Poetry Competition at the age of 10. Oh, hello. For a, no, no, it's fine. For, um, <laughs> for a poem called A Day at the Fair. And I won a £20 W.H. Smith book token. Wow. What did you spend it on? I don't remember much of the poem, but I only remember this. I think this is rather clever, because in the poem, it's Day at the Fair. I wrote, I'm on the dodgems going fast. I'm playing Space Invaders. Oh, I've lost Blast. <laughs> but Blast as in, oh no, but Blast yeah. as in Space. I thought that Double was meaning. brilliant. We're unpacking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you had to be there. Dead air. Uh, moving, on, <laughs> moving on after the bunyip were, and uh, 5 to 11 was daytime live. Oh, God. Jimmy Savile goes mining in <laughs> South Yorkshire. <laughs> no. Hey, it was what was on. Yeah. I'm not, hey, we're not here to judge. <laughs> no, actually, no, we are here to judge, yeah, aren't yeah. we? That's the one thing we're here for. I Jimmy think society Savile, has done that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it was Jimmy Savile looks for miners in South Yorkshire, that would have been even worse. <laughs> Anyway, depends, well, how it's spelled. depends how it's spelled. 
Wow. Actually, two grannies, wheezing granny. Um, 3 p.m. I've got a secret with Tom O'Connor. <laughs> oh, Please don't get Jimmy Savile on that Jimmy show. That's more to do with Jimmy Savile, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> With Jan Leeming, Henry Kelly and Mike Reid. Oh! Wow. Jimmy hey. Savile's got a secret. <laughs> <laughs> 3.30pm, it's cartoon time. Mm. Now, this is the cartoon. Uh-oh. A transistoroid shark. <laughs> is that a word? Transistoroid? You're right. Can you smell burning a toast? Transistor- <laughs> <laughs> a transistoroid shark gets the hiccups. Oh, no, that no. lasted for 15 fucking minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> Quite harrowing, I'd imagine. Mm. I don't what? Anyway, uh, 10 to 4, 2 by 2. Jenny Powell. Jenny Powell. Yes. Yep. She meets some caterpillars who are addicted to glue. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of their gang. <laughs> that sounds more like Def Jam to me, but there you go. I'd, I'd anyway. meet Jenny Powell if I was addicted to glue. <laughs> Derek Griffiths sings about a salad. Oh. <laughs> Good friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Rocket Man. You're ruining me burger. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, after that was Lassie. Lassie, everyone. Yay. This is obviously must have been a classic episode. Lassie acts as a chaperone to a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> How does a dog act as a chaperone to a seagull? What's the seagull's... Opus Mirandi. What's the seagull trying it's to do? following the trawler in case it... Shit on chips. <laughs> Somewhere. Steal kids' chips. Yeah. yeah. Steal kids' chips. Sorry, no. he's talking about steal, <laughs> stealing kids' chips. Jangle, jangle, jangle. steal kids' chips. <laughs> no. Hang on, no, no, no. No. Better than that. Anyway, there was something on at ten past five just after Lassie called The Children of Green No. I remember that. Ah, yeah. do you remember that? Yes. What happened in it? Children... <laughs> They had a green no. They had a green no. No, it was, it was a pre-news round. No, after news round. Pre-tensile tail. What? <laughs> what, what was it? It, was about, it was about, if everyone remembers, it was about like a concrete statue goblin thing. Mm. Right. And that's all I remember. It's confusing because okay. green means go, but they're saying no, I which can means smell, stop. Yeah. I can smell burnt toast. <laughs> oh, so you're having the stroke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. This is a fake arm. Anyway, the write-up blow for the children of green know is we meet some other children at last. <laughs> that's the end of that. And then at nine of your 35 was Doctor Who's Silver Nemesis. Sorry, what? What, 9.35? Sorry, 7.35. Right, 7.35. I wouldn't surprise me, but yeah. After the watershed. What I made is a rookie mistake of Mm. being stupid. (laughs) Anyway, it's 7.35, Doctor Who's Silver Nemesis. There is a blurb, Tom. (laughs) A group of neo-Nazis are in South Africa seeking a statue. As is a shuttle full of Cybermen and a mysterious lady from the 17th century. (laughs) So that's all you need to know, isn't it? Yeah. That's all you need to know. Anyway, thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you for coming. And Um, after that, a bit later, 9.30, was The Visit. A documentary. Oh, is this the second part of the the poor boy with the facial disfigurement? No. Oh. No. Even more upsetting. Okay. Oh, no. The Visit, a documentary. Katie... A lively four-year-old oh. is a prisoner <laughs> for life. <laughs> what did she do? At least it's not for Christmas. I, <laughs> I think I did look that up and went. That's horrible. Um, she's obviously not a c- career criminal. Okay, because no. she's four. Yeah, she's yeah. a prisoner for life in the fact that she's she um, in a been. wheelchair and she can't move. Well, that feels oh, quite. And that's to... really uh, yeah. That just brings the whole room down, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, come on, guys. But could she do any tricks? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Meanwhile, well, on BBC Two, then, is it really? <laughs> BBC Two was daytime on two, 
a series of programmes aimed at teenagers only. Mm. So don't watch them, Grandad and Grandma. And they had a selection of programmes. This is just what it says verbatim. A policeman astonishes the school. <laughs> Cosmo and Dibs write a poem for their dentist. Cosmo! Dibs! Cosmo! Dibs! Any, any jokes you want to do? <laughs> That's it. It's reference humour. Just the impression. Yeah. We are Michael McIntyre. <laughs> After that was science. Sound? How loud is loud? <laughs> Can you sing underwater? What do our voices look like? <laughs> what do our voices look like? This is like? that man again doing the listings who's having a stroke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? Why can't yeah. I sing her again? What do our voices do... look like <laughs> as they cradle him to the floor and call an ambulance? <laughs> go to a policeman is like, well, I don't know what he looked like, but I can tell you what he sounded like. <laughs> well, I'll draw that. What did he sound like? It's just what colour of smells? <laughs> What is love? Um, after that was a programme just called What is dinner? What is it? <laughs> that again is a telegram that meant to go to his wife. Okay. <laughs> Sent it up at the Radio Times and got commissioned. <laughs> Imagine that these days. Later on daytime too was another programme called The Third World. Trick or treat. <laughs> what does that mean? No idea. I'm starving. Trick. <laughs> oh, Michael yeah, Burke yeah. presents... <laughs> and then there was another programme that was just called Four Friends from Tiverton Go to the Cinema. Well, now, it's 1988, so I was thinking Die Hard or A Fish Called Wonder. As the films they As the see. film, not the people yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just after that, 4pm was Catchword, a quiz. Ooh, and it says oh, this, in, this. The, in the Radio Times, please do not write in or ring the BBC for the answer to the jingle clue. The answer is in the programme. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the way the radio sounds. Oh, my God, like that. that is so powerful. Don't so powerful. watch the show if you don't want to, but shut up. <laughs> I love all that. So condescending. Uh, a little bit later on, 5pm, was the perfect Pickle programme. Now becoming what a friend of the show. Now? What a friend of the show. Um, it's episode three. Fuck, we haven't got to the cliffhanger yet. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode three. David Maybe looks at the pickle. David Maybe. David Maybe. What a christening that is. He might, he might be fictional. What's his David name? Might David be Maybe. Yeah, but what's his name? David Maybe. Have you settled on his name yet? David Maybe. Maybe we have. Could you be more sure about his name? <laughs> David Maybe. David Maybe looks at pickled treasures that lie in the shed at the bottom of Mr. Grizzy's garden. Ooh. I don't want to look at those no, pickled that's, treasures. No, that's, that's something that locks from the inside. It's, it? it's Nazi regalia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or bones. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, after that... Uh, uh, Hitler's Central. skull! Yeah, Hitler's <laughs> Sorry, I've always wanted to say that in a public forum. I've got two gherkins poking out of Hitler's skull. <laughs> It looks like he's watching a 3D movie. <laughs> it looks like he's seen boobs in a cartoon. It's, call me old-fashioned. It's how I like to serve pickles. <laughs> Out of a skull of a dictator. Anyway, I got some piccalilli and Paul Pot. Um, anyway, a um, little bit after that. Uh, Paul Pot Paris. What would that smell like? Khmer Rouge. Camel <laughs> Rouge. Khmer Rouge always sounds like a, a lipstick. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Very what impressive are you wearing tonight, Bert? Camel Rouge. Mm. Actually, Bert wouldn't wear that. It would be <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mm. Uh, a little bit later on, 10 to 8, was Under Sale. 
um, which is a documentary about sailing, and it's narrated perfectly. A fucking documentary about sailing. Yeah, on but it's narrated by a guy called Tom Salmon. Okay, oh, fair, enough, fair enough. enough. Which is amazing. Nominative determinism. Yep. But again, Radio <laughs> Times telling you off. This it just says the film portrays only two aspects of sailing only. <laughs> just two. If you're expecting three, <laughs> go to Channel Four, you un. Bloody! You <laughs> I want to know about knots. Yeah, exactly. Tell me yeah. the knot information. And at ten past eight was antenna issues from Science Today. <laughs> Tonight, what makes you sexy? <laughs> it's the kind of science I can get involved in. Who would enjoy that show? Mm. <laughs> Who was presenting it? Was it was it Heinz Wolf? <laughs> it, it, I'm it doesn't say. <laughs> it was Heinz Wolf. Because it's sexy. It was David and just Possibly. because this is our 50th Ooh. episode, what was on at 7.35 when Doctor Who was on on ITV? Oh. Can you believe this sort of oh. magic that we're conjuring? He's, yeah, he's, you've, you've, you've gone to the TV Times. I don't uh, know if I can respect you for this. Well, I'm afraid, <laughs> listen, it's just for the 50th. It's mm-hmm. just for All the right. 50th. All I just right. thought, All right. mix things in a spin... What was on at that particular time when Doctor Who was on? Yeah. It was Shelley. The sitcom Shelley, yes. The uh, TV Times has li- genuinely has this write-up for it. A sitcom about a sardonic, perpetually unemployed, anti-establishment layabout. Ooh. Tonight's episode, The Big S. Shelley is depressed. <laughs> Sorry, they haven't mentioned that he was a fuck machine. Because <laughs> he had no a mentions different of woman machine. every week. He was like James Bond. No mentions of <laughs> fuck machinery. And that was your television delights on BBC One, BBC Two, and ITV. Whoa! Whoa! But why would you, why? Watch, <laughs> would you why? watch any of that when you could be watching... For 25 years now, the Doctor has been shuttling through space and time. Ah, the Doctor's not getting through to them. The Time Lord returning to Earth to begin a brand new adventure, Silver Nemesis. I give you the fourth one. (laughs) What's happening, my lady? You're leaving, Richard. Destiny beckons. This may qualify as the worst miscalculation since life crawled out of the seas and the sand. <laughs> Doctor Who, a legend in his own time. Wednesday at 7.35 on BBC One. Whoa! I can't wait for that. I can't fucking wait to watch this. Amazing groaning sound. <laughs> lovely, lovely brand. Lovely stuff. <clears throat> Do we officially begin in media res in this one? Listen, listen carefully. There's two bumper episodes coming out, but that's just the hors d'oeuvre. There's eight more, Roger. Eight of them. People might hear them, Roger. I'm going to lie low. I think you should too. (laughs) Brian and Roger are back. Two brand new episodes and a whole new series, wherever you get your podcasts. And see Brian and Roger live at the London Podcast Festival and the Many A Chocolate Factory in a whole new stage show. Check websites for ticket details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Go for it. No, but do we? I want to I wanna be... Definitely fa- not. It's a very oh. slow start. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we begin uh, with the opening credits, obviously, uh, the, mm. the uh, McCoy opening credits, which actually to me look like a sort of something a ZX Spectrum would offer as evidence if it was involved in a litigation case against Tron. <laughs> <laughs> 400 hours to render. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. <laughs> the best logo, yeah. question mark? Definitely. Def- no, no, no. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you, sir? And then we get Silver Nemesis written by Kevin Clark. Now, immediately, I just saw it as Roy Clark. Yeah. Oh. So I'm immediately thinking it's the adventures yeah. of an aged Time Lord. Roy Clark, funnily enough, you should say that. I remember reading an early draft of um, Open All Hours oh, where yeah. Grenville comes out in the morning and tries to shoot a parrot with a bow and arrow. Cheers to the Feldreich. It's just the idea, if it was Roy Clark, it's just Doctor Who trying to race down hollowed out Daleks. <laughs> he's trying to have sex with the Rani while she's sleeping in a fucking TARDIS. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, boy. Compo using the Sconic... The Sconic? The Sonic <laughs> screwdriver to straighten up Nora Batty's stockings. Oh, <laughs> much, much better episode. Mm. There you go. Anyway, let's get on with the episode. We open in La Gasly Villa. Because it's uh, South America, of course. Yeah. And we see a well-dressed Nazi yuppie. Because <laughs> that's what he is. Mm. And he's discovering landing coordinates on his Commodore 64. Or should we say Commandant? <laughs> oh, <laughs> also, we should 64. say... He's not a Nazi. He's alt-right. Oh, he's, alt-right. Okay. he's just misunderstood. I'm alt-right. <laughs> could, you get, could, could you get away with that? I'm alt-right. I'm alt-right. Oh, okay, yeah. maybe yeah. you are. I'm copywriting I it. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I think Kenny Loggins wrote a song about it. <laughs> now, I'm meanwhile- alt-right. <laughs> don't know what you're worried about, about me. me. Yeah. Meanwhile, as, um, and he looks a bit like Falco, but we'll address that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's getting on with that. Meanwhile, his boss, Herr Nazi, is <laughs> shooting parrots. <laughs> he's trying to. Well, he's trying to. He but sees a lovely parrot and he thinks, I must kill it for the I'm going to murder that parrot. Because yeah. he's in South America, but we, we only know he's in South America because he's in this villa, <laughs> but there's a mountain painted on on the side. <laughs> and he sees a parrot and he thinks, we're in Elstree, that parish. <laughs> I must murder parrot. Yeah. Like fuck you, Mister Cadbury. Before it starts talking German and giving yeah. our so position it, away. So is he is he doing a mercy killing because he realizes that the parrot has got nowhere to get proper purchase because yeah. it's a two dimensional painting. It's <laughs> this poor parrot will never be able to breed properly within society. I will kill it. <laughs> that was John Parrot who went on to be in Big Break. <laughs> Kill as many parrots as you can. Anyway, what, what I like is, is uh, um, after, um, um, I only refer to him as Herr Nazi. Fair enough. I don't, I don't know what his name is. From now on, that is his name. Yeah, Herr Nazi. So he Good. shoots a parrot and we immediately cut to 1638. 
and yeah, we see yeah, a woman yeah, immediately, <laughs> immediately killing a pigeon. This is like someone driving on the motorway and then just pumping it in reverse. You're like, <laughs> hang on. I was just getting my bearings. Yeah. <laughs> now we're in 1638. My question is, is this the through line for the whole thing? Like, is, is bird death? Because <laughs> you start with parrot death. Yeah. A miss, grantedly. Yeah. Um, pigeon death. And Here's miss, what but you we could know that the pigeon becomes very important later. Mm. I mean, I'm just expecting it now cuts to the doctor. He's on Orkney Island, 3010, drop kicking puffins off. <laughs> Why is it with bird death in this? They're obsessed, aren't they? It's, yeah. it's a motif. She yeah. does, yeah. yeah. She does. She mean? does, she does. I, I, I often answer things with she does. <laughs> she does. She, she does. Birds, she? How are you? She that. does. Yeah. Yeah. Who's firing the arrows at the pigeons? She does. Yeah, thought so. So there you go. So um, we've had parrot almost death, yeah. pigeon almost death. It just, uh, what's going on? Anyway, she flounces indoors to show off her collection of arrows to Richard. <laughs> now... I'm going to say this now. John, anything you'd like to say about Well, Richard? we're all a big fan in this room of Blood Axe, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is Richard related to him? Because Richard's <laughs> a bit like, ooh, you've picked up something from the ground. <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's fine. That's just what we do. But as it progresses, I just think we've got a direct descendant of Blood Axe. We do. Right here These birds I picked up that once they were ticking, but no, the ticking has stopped. What's going on? They're dead, Blood Axe. Yeah. That is the... Yeah, I think I think we've got. We'll, we'll work more into this. Don't worry. <laughs> There's more to come. I've got a shitload of blood axe stuff. <laughs> what you've written, blood axe stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will get round to that. Just delete this. Okay. <laughs> anyway, she flounces indoors to show off her collection of arrows. What the fuck? Some of them poison tipped. Some of them silver tipped. Well, they're some not of them gold tipped. <laughs> but but she's waiting for a potion to be made. Isn't she? Who by? Well, by part-time Nostradamus. Well, she's got fucking granddad from Only no, Falls and Horses. Part-time Nostradamus. Pain he's like, he's like, ooh, wait till you see this. Yeah. She's like, what? And he's like, stuff's going to happen. <laughs> Can we get Uncle Albert in? Yeah. We know he's in the war. <laughs> no, in the war of the race. Well, I was in the Tudor War. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we now immediately cut back to 1988, South America. Mm. Hello. Yes. And we now see her Nazi, who's been trying to kill parrots. <laughs> now he's addressing his Fourth Reich soldiers, who basically look a little bit like Kraftwerk if they all went paintballing. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's about four of them, isn't there? It yeah. looks like they've got one segment of the crystal maze and forced them into a room and <laughs> said, crystal, yeah. no more, Fourth Reich. <laughs> and because part-time Falco with his Commandant 64 has gone, coordinates are locked. Hey, Nazi goes, we are all going on the adventure. <laughs> but you don't really know what it is. And no. he's got a bone of fish tank. Are we talking yeah, he's about got it? a bone of <laughs> fish tank, yeah. So, um, and my question is, is um, uh, South Africa, that's a long journey to America, America South it? America. That's a long journey. That's <laughs> a crucially. long journey. How do you get through customs with <laughs> seven or eight Kraftwerk-based guys dressed as neo-Nazis with guns, <laughs> with a um, alien piece of tech bow I'm, in I'm a gonna... fancy case. I'll give them that. Yeah, it's a fancy case. case. I'm going to say something to you now, which I never thought I'd ever say. Oh, it's pre nine eleven. Anyone could fly anywhere. You could get on a plane with an Uzi. <laughs> With a German accent. Pre-9-11. And yeah. everyone will be like, well, it's pre-9-11. <laughs> and then someone will say, what's pre-9-11? And you'll be like, 
It's pre nine eleven. Yeah. Someone say that sounds like a kind of, kind of cheese. <laughs> like, wait, no. wait and see. Pre nine eleven. Yeah. And they'll say, "What is pre nine eleven?" And you'll say, "You'll see." <laughs> Connie, this wine's beautiful. Pre nine eleven. <laughs> what does that mean in this context? Pre nine eleven. Hang on, there's a gun in it. Pre nine eleven. Okay, all right. Anyway, so um, yeah, so Herr Nazi is um talking to um uh, the Kraftwerk soldiers. Yep. Saying we're going to go to England to have a jolly old time, um, oh. and he's got an assistant, the hair commandant, who looks a little bit like Falco. If Falco never did Rock Me Amadeus and yeah. somehow has got a sort of middle admin. management job at a golf course, <laughs> oh, yeah. that looks like him. Yeah. Anyway, Rock so now we immediately cut back to the mm. comet, which is known as Nemesis, which. Is Comets it? are independent bits of rock. Yeah. But this has yeah. got rockets at the back. <laughs> yeah. It's not it? a comet. It's not a comet, no. is it? It's a spaceship. It's a ship. Mm. Yeah. It's a ship. We all know that. Anyway, we then cut back to 1638, <laughs> where part-time Nostradamus informs Lady Painfort that the comet will land in November 1988. Yes. Impossible yeah. to work that out. Absolutely yeah. impossible for him to know Absolutely anything about impossible that. for him to know. Yeah. yeah. But we now cut finally to the Doctor. Oh, yeah, it's Doctor Who. And open air jazz. Open air jazz. Cleo Lane is scatting. Johnny, what's his face, is playing his saxophone yeah. while looking Johnny at Johnny hates her. jazz. Ironic yeah. to be in a jazz band. Courtney Pines there. I hate Courtney what Pine. I do. Well, yeah. Don't be in Johnny hates jazz. Courtney yeah. Yeah. Pines, of course I have. I work in Ikea. The doctor's like, God, I love jazz. Yeah. No, isn't it Ace who really likes it? No, no, she does. Like, she fucking gets the guy to sign a tape. You sign my tape, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> after because the, the doctor goes like this. He goes, oh, I love jazz. <laughs> Where's this come from? I wanted him to say to Ace, I said jazz mags. <laughs> I can't. McCoy wouldn't be the jazz mag doctor. <laughs> he fucking would. He's showing his ass. Troughton. Yeah, but Troughton would be Troughton there. does yeah. the pictures. McCoy reads them. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's a good through line. Yeah. I don't mind that. He's anyway. loving the jazz. And, and Ace is like, this is great. We should do this all the time. What? Go to Earth and watch a jazz band. You can yeah. go to like Alpha Centauri and watch some alien playing out of his <laughs> No. I want to be see Courtney Pine I want to jamming. <laughs> specifically in a pub Courtney garden. Pine. I don't want to go and watch like. Johnny Lip Symbols <laughs> from 1930s Harlem. I want to go and look at Courtney Pine, 988. <laughs> Guys, we just had our 38th walk. Yeah, yeah. A lot and of people are going, oh, I haven't actually watched here. Silver Nemesis. I'll be back in a second. Yeah. Anyway, they're listening to some jazz. Ace is really into it. Yeah. yeah and prof. the doctor's like, you like it's jazz? Rad, Name five cool. fucking jazz albums. He's a real, he's a real <laughs> gatekeeper, that Silver Name me one jazz album. Yeah. <laughs> Best of Jazz Volume yeah. 1. Right, I'll give one. you that. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very good. The best, though. I'd say. It's no Volume 3, but what is? Mm. Anyway, so they're just watching Jazz. But then... Someone <laughs> else has watched Attack of the yeah, Sidemen instead. Person's they're like, <laughs> another person I must... Yeah. Bye, jazz. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> to so be fair, Chris messaged me earlier to say we're doing this... Him and... Oh, fuck, I'm derailing the whole episode. Yeah. But him and someone else yes, are, are doing this thing where they're going into different... Po- no, oh, perfect. And they sat in the second oh, row. Really that's ideal. Podcasts are ruining <laughs> it. Oh, well, they're doing really well. Yeah. Um, Basically, great. I hope he gets AIDS. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they're watching jazz. Yeah. Jazz, jazz, jazz. And then the doctor's fob watch goes... Diddly beep, 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 beep. And the doctor goes... Oh, what could that be? What is it? And then he doesn't know because he says it's reminding him something to remember, but he's forgotten. It's good, isn't it? He literally says, it's five hours until it happens. And she yeah. goes, what? And he goes, 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking hell. Are you cooking a pan of cheese? <laughs> what the fuck? Are you making a pancake? <laughs> we don't know. We no. need more. We need more. But he immediately yeah. says, look, we need to go. And he's like, oh, square. And she Come goes, on. I'm going to get an autograph from... Courtney Pine. Courtney, Courtney Pine. Pine. Yeah. Yeah. My favourite member of the Friends cast. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to get... <laughs> Are you doing friends jokes? Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I had to cancel a gag in an Edinburgh Fringe show in, nine, in 2007 because um, friends did a gag that I'd already written. Oh, no. But I can't say, hey, friends, fuck up. <laughs> I wrote that gag. Did you just come on stage and go, we were on a break? And then... <laughs> <laughs> The one where Paul gets upset. Yeah. Um, we just, we just had to cut the gag. And also, we didn't really want to be associated with friends. Like, oh, we're kind of new and cool. Mm. We won't. Anyway. Um, Neither so were So, where were... Shush, uh, where were we? I've immediately lost where we were. Uh, no, Courtney Pine going, has signed her tape. Courtney yeah. Pine signed oh. her tape. So, the doctor goes, look. I've had, I had my little biddly boo on me uh, fob watch. We need to go to the TARDIS. Yeah. On the way to the TARDIS, they get shot at. By Shot people wearing headphones. Heavily. Yeah, by two yeah. darts players wearing headphones. Yeah. <laughs> two guys listening to Daft Punk. Yeah. And, they're, and, and, and they're like, oh my God, run, run, run. And what they decide to do is, the TARDIS is literally <laughs> four <laughs> yards from where they are. Don't go in there, no. the impenetrable TARDIS, that <laughs> nothing can hurt you. Jump in the river. <laughs> jump in the river. Mm. They jump in the river. Mr. Toad gives them a lift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the two guys shooting them, don't shoot them in the river. They go... They're probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> They've landed in water. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the way Sylvester falls in looks like he's had some sort of rectal prolapse. <laughs> so they probably thought, well, he's really dead. Yeah, dead one. He didn't look well. Would his prolapse slightly suck up a bit of ace? <laughs> I don't want to make this weird. But yeah, if his anus sucked in water, could he have caught Ace's toe and he's not human, Paul. Toad her. He's not human. Oh, he's, not human yeah. no. he's got two arses. He's got 18, 18 arses, isn't he? 18 arses. As arsoles. we've now established. Yeah, it looks like a okay. minigun from Predator. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, they swim around the river, and what I love about this bit where they swim at the river, they crawl out the river, and you have this bit of incidental music that is so. And all they're doing is crawling out of a river. <laughs> And also, really unglamorous. It's really well. mismatched music. They've been dogging with voles. Yeah. <laughs> what I love as well is clearly at some point someone has gone through this and gone, hang on. So she's just got her tape signed, right? So her tape's in her pocket. Yes. Then yeah. she's jumped in a river. Yes. But they're going to use the tape Ruined. later. So we need to. So what's. So they dub in Ace going, home, oh, my tape's all right. Sorted. Sorted. Yeah. That. Yep. Plot hole yep. filled. I think you'll find, Tom, that the uh, jazz tape turned into wet, wet, wet. Whoa. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> that was off the... <laughs> Jesus. You didn't write anyway. that down. No, no, no. Literally, off the you top, of my, off the top of my self-harming list. It's nice. Saying, can, I just <laughs> I say, can I just say, we haven't done a podcast in a room for well over, what, 16 months? I write my notes. It's nice seeing his notes on the they queue. Think yeah. They think that's weird. I do think that's weird. It's Why? like podcasting with Adrian Mole. Imagine if the opening <sighs> scene from Seven was the serial killer jotting down notes, <laughs> notes about the image of the fender. To be fair, be like, if you look in the book from <laughs> Seven, do. the first line he says is, Jody is not my doctor. So. <laughs> I knew he was a wrong one. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> that just I won't makes do that. Me funny. I won't do that. Um, anyway, so they, they, cl- they spend like 
40 seconds climbing out of a river. <laughs> oh, it's ungraceful. And all they doing is climbing out of a river wet. Yeah. Like, it just, it's awful. We, and also, they've just been shot at. So you think, well, you want to get in the TARDIS. Fuck that. Sit on the river bank. <laughs> Sit on the river bank. Hmm. And Ace goes, can I play me record, prof? <laughs> Not record tape. And obviously, you just said, well, no, it's fucked. Yeah, yeah, clearly. And also, the doctor goes, yes, you can. But also, don't play it on any regular... Uh, Boom machine. Mm. I presume I'm being very 2021. Oh, it's over my your head. So, yeah, I yeah. so. Your yeah. boombox, because the doctor's made her a stereo. Wow. But that it's got is satellite dishes on it. It's a piece of beauty, isn't it? That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It looks prop. like something Captain Nemo would keep his sex tapes in. <laughs> but there you go. Yeah. And um, uh, not only does it play music, it's also really vital to the fucking plot. Because yeah. <laughs> it goes, I don't know what's going on. Mm. And you're like, well, you really fucking should. You're the doctor. And he goes, and I can't quite remember. Anyway, I'll just go bibbidi-boo, bibbidi yeah, yeah. Which planet is yeah, fucked? What and am then I it... doing today? Yeah. He goes, there's something about Earth. Uh, am I in the right place? I don't know. And then uh, we get this hologram of Earth. And mm. it's like, oh, yeah, right. I'm in the right place. <laughs> this I mean, is what all other good. fucking planet is it going to be, yeah. honestly? <laughs> if it was like, it's Venus, he'd be like, oh, it's fine then. Yeah, yeah. It's always going to be Earth. 30 yeah. seconds ago, they were being shot at by two blokes. <laughs> they crawl out of a river soaking wet. Don't go into the TARDIS. Sit literally within gunshot and yeah. go, let's put on the fucking stereo <laughs> and have a... Uh, utterly insane. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I can't even read my notes, I'm so upset about what's going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, now it cuts back to 1638. Part-time Nostradamus is muttering <laughs> about his flying machines. And, oh, in the future, it'd be lovely. He doesn't know that he's unwillingly going to be part... Um, he's going to be sort of like a blood donor. Yeah, yeah. To complete a potion ritual. There we cut back. <laughs> That's how I do that. Um, to the doctor and, <laughs> so uh, and Ace. Stand outside the TARDIS. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Ace wants to play a new tape. Uh, the doctor says, actually, it's not a tape recorder. It's a mm. fucking brilliant thing. That's when they find He's out like, that when Courtney yeah. Pine signs tapes, he also wraps them in cellophane, which yeah. is super helpful. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor goes, oh, my God, we should be on Earth. And... Well, yeah, you're here anyway. <laughs> you're being shot at, you stupid prick. Why are you now going, I don't know why I'm here. You're being shot at. <laughs> well, let's sit outside the TARDIS yeah. where we can always be a target. So they do that. <laughs> and then we cut back again. There's a lot of cutting. There's a lot back of cutting. Back to 1638. And a ritual is afoot. <gasps> oh, yes. A circle of strange symbols. Ooh. Lady Painfort is up to no good. <laughs> and the runner. way that you can travel through time apparently you don't need a TARDIS you need a dead pigeon a cow skull and a swan's wing <laughs> uh, which is incidentally a gourmet coffee you can get not far from this venue <laughs> so um, we now meet Lady Painfort who's going oh I'm going to travel through time or something I don't know <laughs> and she's got the lovely assistant Richard who drinks a goblet of blood and is all I don't I'm not happy about this at all. <laughs> Very panicky, isn't he? Very mm. panicky. But then they disappear in a vortex of magic and you just go, how have you fucking done that? Because <laughs> it makes no sense. No. No. How do you do How did you do it? Theories? Theories? Magic. magic. It's just some right. form of bland magic. Okay. That means they arrive screaming into a coffee shop, which means only one thing. They probably... Well, the doctor sort of tries to explain it later. Like, Lady Pivot, she's evil. <laughs> she dabbled in black magic and time. And yeah. you go, well, she put a circle of strange symbols and she put a 
cow's head, yep. a swan's wing, and a dead pigeon. That's the finale for tonight. I mean, if by you the want way. me to <laughs> fucking, see if it works, if you want me to meddle with time, I could do that. If I could drop of a hat, <laughs> I can meddle with time of that. Yeah, but she is a sorceress. Is she? What oh. is she? She's a. She also says she's got a vendetta against the doctor, which is never addressed. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I hate him. I gotta get revenge on him. Why? He, he is mentioned later, I though, isn't know. it? She knows who he is. She knows. I know, but again, why? she's seen him peeking in through when she's having a shower. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, they arrive screaming into a, a National Trust cafe, which means they're probably seeing the price this of the is, sandwiches. That's my favourite bit. Well, my second favourite bit. My, my, my first favourite bit is Lady Painful waiting for a bus. That's the <laughs> funniest thing I've ever seen. Just yeah. sat there waiting for a bus. Mm. But the second favourite is they appear in the same house that Lady Painful was coming from mm. to 1988, which is now a tea room. And they appear literally like, ah! <laughs> and there's two old women having tea who go, oh. <laughs> oh. Bit annoying. <laughs> Probably social workers. I ordered, I ordered Darjeeling. I just love that. Just, oh, it's very God. British. Yeah. As, uh, I don't want time-travelling witches from the past. <laughs> We've got scones coming. We're waiting for our bill. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we now cut to the asteroid or comet heading, <gasps> hurtling towards but the But it's Earth. not a comet, it's a spaceship. Well, yeah, but it, yeah, it's a comet, but it's got... Boosters. Yeah, it's got yeah. boosters. Mm. Glad you said boosters. Thanks. Said something else. <laughs> anyway, so now we get a lovely TARDIS materialization. <gasps> Ooh, is it? Blimey. Um... Do you know what? This, this whole episode, um, these three episodes are shite, but you get seven <laughs> TARDIS materializations but or dematerializations. Some of them are just like going I am around in wanking Doctor Who heaven for materializations. But a couple of them are literally like going 100 yards. <laughs> I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Anyway, so uh, the TARDIS materialises underneath Winter Castle and um, there's a little bit to and fro with Ace. It's quite nice, but for some reason the Doctor pretends to be bitten by a stuffed bear. Oh, yeah. Bit of business, isn't it? Bit of business. And Ace is going, really? (laughs) Even at this stage, you're going to do that shit? Anyway, upstairs is Lady Painful and her arrow is glowing. (laughs) And she's very happy about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we cut she's watching I, Sean Bean. I, I liked the glowing metal stuff. Yeah, that's a really good effect, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good. It's a glowy yeah. thing. Is that like, um, I'm trying to think, was that like a neon tube that we'd use in like office life? Uh, How do they do that? Has anyone seen the a... making of on the VHS? Does anyone know? People do know. Yeah, you've got <laughs> yeah, hands good. off. Yeah. So you know how it was done. Right. Good, good. Yeah. You don't need to give us a finger. Just put the hand <laughs> on. Tom, Tom, is it a light? It's a light, yeah, it's yeah, a light. yeah. It was the sh- it was the charisma radiating off John Nathan Turner oh, that <laughs> lit it up. He was. Going... How did you do it? It was a light. It was his Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's really lovely, just for sort of purists and the slightly baffling, is Ace has somehow got a fez on, and you're like, oh, oh, hello, because uh, fez is a cool, aren't they? Fez, fez is a cool. Uh, She's reacting to the death bait. of Tommy yes. Cooper. Yes. yes. Yeah. And the Doctor reveals that the comet has been orbiting the Earth for 350 years. Not only has it been doing that, he threw it up there in the first place. <laughs> and you're like, why the fuck? that pays off. It doesn't. Why the <laughs> fuck would you do that? You can go anywhere in time and space, but he chooses to put it in the, outside the very planet it can destroy. Exactly. <laughs> if it's such a threat, throw it in the sun. And it comes Don't back keep in. it going around the Earth like it's put recycling. Put it up Sills arse. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Anyway, now, cut to the Rosas. Oh, bloody hell. They've turned up. Because this bloody great comet's fallen just outside of 
Windsor Castle, uh, which somehow looks like an industrial we, have estate. We, have we missed the bit where you see the Queen walking the corgis? Yet? Just get in there. All right, good. <laughs> just get in there. I didn't want to miss that. The which is we call up. series four of the, the Crown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the Ross is like, what's this bloody uh, comet doing? I arrest you for littering foreign objects for on being arable land. <laughs> I'd love to sing here, on. by the way, if Sylvan Ace... I call him Sylv, you know me, Doctor. Yeah. yeah. If he goes to the Queen's bedroom like Michael Samuel <laughs> and wanks in her ear like apparently Michael Samuel did. Unproven. Unproven, unproven but, but heavily implied. Yeah. I'd love it if Silver's like, I am a man from space. <laughs> You've got a statue down there that's going to kill you. And the Queen's like, oh, very interesting. How, how would you save me? I'm just waiting for... The, the other woman to play me to turn up to take over. <laughs> Imelda Staunton, where are you? Nobody knows. To but yeah, day. I'd love that to be the twist that the doctor was Michael Samuel. <laughs> yeah, well. So the Rosses turn up, they're like, what's going on here? Mm. I'm going to arrest something, but I don't know what. Meanwhile, cut back to 1638. Because <laughs> now the doctor's gone back to go, I need to find out what's going on. Yep. And they find part time Nostradamus dead. Yeah. Doctor reveals that the metal statue was built. This is where I get confused. Was the metal statue built by Lady Paint? But, but, but we have no dead. idea. Yeah. yeah, we have no idea. I like the bit when he goes, um, "What's over there?" And he goes, "Something you really don't want, don't to, want see. to see." And he covers the script yeah. for Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and it's also his rider. Yeah, um, he does that anyway. So the Doctor sort of does some exposition, but you go, huh? And you go, are we going with that? And they go, maybe, I don't know. We'll just see what happens <laughs> in the next two episodes. Yeah. Um, uh, so a comet, f- um, and because um, you'd already found out that Lady Penfort from uh, part-time Nostradamus has said their comet will fall in 1988 and she mm. then disappeared via black magic and swan's wings and God is wrong. <laughs> anyway, so the ro- now the cut back to 1988, the Rosses are like, oh dear, you do space litter here <laughs> on Queensland. We're going to arrest this criminal and then some pipes come out of the earth and mm. gas them. <laughs> now, I thought do when I watched it... Them, is that, do they Well, they gas them, but I thought, is that the Cybermen? <gasps> it's not the I Cybermen. I thought that. No, it's yeah. the defence mechanism from, from the, the Comet. Yeah, which isn't a Comet, as which we discussed, comet, it's a spaceship. And that's right. Why does she have that? As a, why does she <laughs> no gas idea. people? That was their uh, police protocol. Right. Yeah, yeah, in case of police... she wants to be buttons. released, doesn't she? So I'm, why gas the people? I'll be honest, I'm not sure what the nemesis wants. <laughs> no. No. I mean, no. sadly, we, tragically, we never find out. No. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't. Anyway, I, I'm worried about time. So yeah. um, Lady uh, Pointfort and Richard just watched them from afar. Yeah. Brilliant. Cut back to 1638. The Doctor reveals that Ace, uh, reveals to Ace that Lady Pointfort uh, doubled in black magic time travel, and that's why she got to where she is, and we don't sure. question that. Because that's fine. And he also reveals that um, there are many aspects of this uh, plot. Plot? Um, <laughs> uh, that the metal of the bow and the arrow is called validium. Ooh. Validium. Which is basically unobtainium, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. Fucking, it, plot geez, helpium. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Given upium. <laughs> anyway, come back to nice Michael Gradium. Yeah, probit vents. <laughs> <laughs> Probit vents come I've up. I've got a they... kitchen made of Michael Gradium. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so the Rosses go, oh, we're no longer in this. Yay. Um, and then we cut to the grounds of Windsor Castle. And I love this bit. The TARDIS appears. <gasps> Beautiful materialization as several thousand tourists <laughs> are entering Windsor Castle. The TARDIS appears 10 
foot away <laughs> from all of them. Yep. And none of them go, holy shit, <laughs> what was that? None of them. I mean, it's right in front of them. Mm. They don't give a shit. They've been to the Trocadero. <laughs> so the doctor sort of slips in in the back of the queue, then runs away, and then we get a lovely little moment. It's very funny. I mean, it doesn't really sort of pay off enough, but mm. they see the Queen walking a court. Yeah, yeah. Which oh, she I mean, did, obviously. Yeah. But do you not think they missed a trick? There should have been a little moment where he could chat with her. Like she's sort of going like, nah, yeah. off. Or just, just anything. Yeah. What are you up to? And she's like, I'm worried about my son. He's, yeah, I, you he's know. this American chap he's hanging out with. It's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> just something. Yeah. And then what I love is. Sorry, is, I can't hear. I've got Michael Samuel in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is that the doctor goes, well, we have to. The only way we can stop whatever's going on is we need to talk to the Queen. And yeah. we, now! <laughs> well, he says hey, we want the police and we want the army to listen to us. Who better mm. to talk to than the Queen? <laughs> so he needs to go and talk to her. Yeah. But of course, she's got security. They won't let him in. Yeah. Meanwhile, all of us have forgotten that this Nazi's involved. Oh, yeah! The Nazis and they back. turn up in a blue van. <laughs> now, this has been bothering me. How... Do they get from South America <laughs> uh, to Windsor Castle mm. in time? So, I mean, they've got many routes. I mean, obviously, they could fly directly to Heathrow. I mean, they could fly, to, but yeah. Nazi oh. guards with guns mm. and an alien tech bow—that's mm. that's a customs nightmare, isn't it? The bow, I think you're making you, too much of. Did you pack that alien the tech bow yourself, is- sir? The bow isn't a problem, it's the, the Uzis. Yeah, but you <laughs> you the say Uzis the bow's not a problem, what? Because it's an offensive case. You kept saying it's an offensive <laughs> case. Who can you hurt with a bow? First thing customs are going to do, open up the fancy case. <laughs> you open it, there's a bow. Did you and pack it's, that bow yourself, It looks sir? like it belonged to, like, Liberace dressed as a Cupid. <laughs> You're not worried about that. You're worried about the fucking camouflage and the Uzis. I'm so obsessed yeah. about how they got there. How do you get from South America to... In time... Yeah. I mean, you've got many options. You can go to Heathrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fly from Heathrow. Now, when you land at Heathrow, very quick, 21 minutes. They probably to got a Mengele in a van. 21 minutes to Windsor. <laughs> but did they hire the van separately in England? Do they bring the van with them? That's a logistical I think they nightmare. got the van from Heathrow, yep. yep. Well, if you land at Heathrow, it's 21 minutes, you take the M25, turn off to the M4, via mm-hmm. dash it, you're there. So they said, <laughs> we're on the M25, floor it, and then yeah. someone went, I don't know where the floor is. <laughs> Come on. You bastards, that Come was on. gold. On. The one thing that kills the Cybermen. <laughs> anyway, um, if they flew from Gatwick, it's, it's not 21 minutes, it's one hour, one minute from Jesus. Gatwick. For the Nazis, you have to take the M23. What are they off. listening to? What's in the tape deck there? Well, it's not Courtney Pine, is it? <laughs> you take the M23 onto the M25, turn off at Red Hill, connect into the <laughs> M3 at Leatherhead, turn off at the A308 to Runnymede, and then maybe have a comfort break. It's a long journey. Uh, Cobham Services does a very good pasty. Um, <laughs> Luton Airport, 57 minutes for the Nazis, yeah. <laughs> take the A1081 south to Brickett Wood. And then use the M1 via Watford, connect to the M4 <laughs> via West Drayton, and watch out for roadworks on Cowley. Um, Stansted Airport, a nightmare! One hour, 48 minutes! Good God, take the M111 south, as well we know, via Epping, and the M25 counterclockwise, of course, to the M1, just outside St Albans, onto the M25, Langley Corner, hard right to the M4. Now, they could have just chartered, of course, a private plane, couldn't mm. they? To avoid all the issues in customs. What is that? It's my 
alien bow. Yeah. What is that? That's my Nazi god. <laughs> so they could have done that. So the nearest private, <laughs> private airport would have been Wickham Air Park, Farnborough Airport, Denham Aerodrome, or Fair Oaks. Of course, that would have cost a lot of money yep. to do that. They could, of course, travel by helicopter. No questions asked. Nearest helicopter pad, of course, is uh, Anglefield Green, a mere 5.2 miles away from Windsor. But that's much more costly, of course. You've got <laughs> Nazi guards, you've got bows. I don't know how that would have gone. Counterpoint. Um, they... Obviously, they could have been short of cash. Yeah. They could have caught the coach, of course, from South Africa. Um, South that America. Would have, uh, South America. Well, that would have lasted five days, that's 73 hours from Lima to Peru. Uh, via Caracas in Venezuela, catch a ferry to Dakar in Senegal, Africa, <laughs> then drive to Tangiers, and it's 22-hour ferry over to Gibraltar, drive to Paris, straight up, 19 hours, bit of duty-free, Calais de Dover, bish, bash, bosh. <laughs> Job done. Anyway, um, no, you don't need to applaud that. That's just me reading out research that I did for my own amusement. <laughs> anyway, Dorothy I think goes, they, took, oh, no. uh, they flew yeah, by please. parrot. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, all about. so what happens is at the end of part one, the Cybermen land and. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you, Paul. Hey, that's me, Doug. Right, Tom, we've got half an hour to get. Oh through. shit, have we? <laughs> half an hour. Oh fuck. Oh, I'm going right, to race we'll through right. this. Right, right. The bloody Cybermen arrive. Excellent. And um, <laughs> what follows then is a firefight between the Nazis and the Cybermen. You can tell it's a firefight because all their guns are going. <laughs> 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 Cuddle guns. It's uninspiring, especially given that the Cybermen arrive and are instantly the most vulnerable creatures yeah. in existence. Yeah. Yeah. You say that, the music suggests otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> they sound threatening. But if we were not. talking about the Cybermen in 1988, we could mm. mention Ratners, which would have been a topical <laughs> gag, which yeah. is a jewellery shop. <laughs> if you really don't want Cybermen hurting you, run into Ratners. Yeah, yeah. That would have got massive rounds of applause. <laughs> yeah. Can we ago. go back to 1988 and pretend that everybody gets that joke? And yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Global warming isn't a problem. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there's this firefight and there's lots of explosions and lots of Nazis die and that's good. Um, and then the doctor steals the bow. Yeah. Makes good his escape. He does, and he also jumps down a big hole to avoid an explosion. He does. He does. <laughs> we see a bit of bum. We do see a bit of bum. We see the second big hole. He likes our shots. <laughs> um, yeah, and they dematerialise. Good dematerialisation. Again. What I love about this, I mean, it's rubbish, the three episodes, <laughs> but it's endless materializations and dematerializations. I'm so a very many. happy boy. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, they Seven. Are... Seven? It doesn't make sense, there should be eight. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like Even it, it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, so what then happens is, I'm really going to race through this. What, what then happens is what I like to call uh, Lady Painform Richards' day out. Uh, yes <laughs> they it's going like on one of those videos time. I share at school about how to operate in the outside world yeah. <laughs> if you meet two skinheads yeah hang them upside down yeah from a tree by the way right okay never before have I wanted to see a deleted scene more than what happened between Richard Lady Painful yeah. and the two hoodlums yeah. <laughs> to get them well first of all I want to know how they got them overpowered them yeah strung them up yeah. by their legs yeah. Secondly, I want to know the thought process that was, let's burn their clothes. Because yeah. <laughs> Richard doesn't seem like he can handle anything. 
know. <laughs> he looks like you'd be confused. He panics a lot. Do you think he me? got one of those kind of like, right, let's fucking burn their clothes? Yeah. <laughs> We've hung upside down. And she's like, what are we going to do with their clothes? You put them in, you thought, fucking burn them. Fucking burn <laughs> Right, I know I'm crossing sci-fi here, but you know that bit in A New Hope where he returns <laughs> he returns to the Jawas who've been killed yeah. and they're just fucking burning them all. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. hell, guys? Yeah. What was that conversation? I, mean, uh, I want a bit in that where everyone turns around and goes, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, Their souls are coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and he's wearing heart, heart, kiss boxer shorts because this is kiss boxer shorts. <laughs> he thinks they're social workers. Yeah, I what? don't understand this joke. Do social? Did social workers in 1988 come to your house dressed like they were from the Elizabethan? <laughs> we don't think you've been treating your son bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sign with my quill to <laughs> hand over guardianship. What is wizardry you have on Boxing Corner? <laughs> Basically, I think that, um, that <laughs> social worker was like a buzzword in the age. Yeah. It'd be like them going now and going, what are you, uh, TikTok influencers? Woke. <laughs> are you woke? <laughs> are you woke? Something. <laughs> Gotta pass TikTok the time somehow. <laughs> Tom is a TikTok influencer. I am. By the way. I am. Follow if me. If you've seen Return to Oz, he tells what that little, <laughs> little fat orange man wants to do. <laughs> That's a 2020, 2021 reference mixed with a 1989 reference. I'm pleased with it. it. I'm pleased with it. This is the demographic. If yeah, you don't laugh, yeah, yeah. no one's laughing. <laughs> yeah. um, so also, Return to Oz was 1985. But oh God. Oh shit. Wow, I love it when you get heckled by dates. Hams <laughs> <laughs> every time they go to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Dogs and Ace are investigating the the Cyberman shuttle, which has been yeah. guarded by the two darts players. Listening is to it a shuttle? Is it a shuttle, or is it just? It's a shuttle service. It, it looks like a. Broom. It's a shuttle service from the fleet. Isn't all right, all right, all right, yeah. all right, right, right. Yeah, okay, but enough. it's been guarded by two guys who look like they. Uh, yeah, they're the two guys who tried to shoot them on Earth. Yes, yeah, yeah. taking over. Noel yeah. and David Travis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uninspiring men. I'll say that much. Yeah, I mean, what um, the fuck are they supposed to be like? Pre Cybermen. I guess so. I like pre-men. <laughs> no, Apparently they're zombies. They're, take, they're being, they've been... They've got headphones sort of, on. Well, sort of, I think the idea is they're supposed to be mid-bothered. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Someone at Big yeah. Finish is like writing idea. this down right now. Being like, what's the backstory the for this? Zed and the sp- Cybermen. <laughs> the Cybermen inv- invade Bullseye and just steal two look, members of the they audience. They look like two guys who play darts outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoy dogging. Yeah. <laughs> Indoors. Well, one of them that's enjoys what's wrong it. With them. One of them enjoys the other one just just there because peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I came because you did. Yeah. Oh, I well, told you, you I I drive the car. I yeah. don't want to get involved. Because <laughs> they were at the Courtney Pine gig with headphones on. They were. If I was Courtney Pine, I'd be like, "Excuse me, yeah. <laughs> you take those off." <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> just, um, I just wanted to let you know about the fire protocols. If there is a fire, we're not expecting one. <laughs> Sorry, take the headphones off. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, uh, Sylv does some of his uh, bird sounds, because yes. uh, that's Brilliant. always fun. Amazing Brilliant. bird sounds. They're good bird yeah. sounds. The guy Bilotti knows- comes out and goes, what? <laughs> 
What I like is he does bird sounds, but also he just sort of rumbles. Wiggles a tree. He, yeah, yeah. He wiggles, wiggles a tree a with an umbrella, and they go, yeah. hang on. That, <laughs> that bird's got an umbrella. <laughs> and he's wiggling branches. That bird is in distress. Let's go and investigate. Yeah. Um, and then Ace... Uh, because she's got Nitro 9 on her, blows up something. Well, yeah. well, he says, don't, you know, you, you haven't got Nitro 9, have you? Because I told you not to. And she's like, yeah, I have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always, that's my one sure character that. trait. Yeah. Uh, the only character trait I've got. So she uh, blows it up. And then uh, then we see um, that the, some of the Nazis, uh, I'm just making sure, because I'm trying to cut a lot of the stuff. They go to Lady Painful's grave. That's weird. Um, yeah, that's very <laughs> Hang on, weird. hang on. Have we gone to Richard's grave? Uh, Richard was buried with it. Oh no, he's outside, isn't he? Yeah, because yeah. I love this bit because they're standing for ages talking at this monument, hmm. and then she goes to Richard. Ah, that's your grave. Yeah, I'd love it if she said, "Why not urinate here?" <laughs> <laughs> and Richard's like, "Yeah, good. I really need to go." Yeah. And he goes, and she goes, "That's your grave, then." <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? Stupid prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and obviously there are alpacas in the park R.I.P. Geronimo yeah I was going to um, say Geronimo <laughs> he tries to kill one of them yeah. but he hasn't got COVID <laughs> um, he probably thinks COVID's a Edwardian video shop <laughs> none of that makes sense no. <laughs> <laughs> we're all having <laughs> Edwardian video shop Uh Stocksbusters. <laughs> hey, come on! That was oh. off the fucking top of his head. Oh, good god! Uh. Come on, come on! Right, racing through. <laughs> Nazis team up with Cybermen. Weird Brilliant. speech about Wagner. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> then we find out. Oh, the the uh, the. Nemesis. Can I say quickly, by yeah. the way? Yeah. I like to think that when you're a Nazi, you buy a CD that's called "Now That's What I Call Nazi," <laughs> and it is just Wagner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an Nazi. And one of them is is Wagner. It's hardly going to be Fiddler on the Roof, is it? Max And Chico. Yeah. It's Chico. He's very much like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'll take the record sales. It's Chico's war crime. That's why he's a professional writer, right? Don't cut that. You're worse than us. We or find better, out or something. The doctor launched the nemesis. Basically, the nemesis t- returns. Yeah, what's to, this about? Yeah, uh, returns <laughs> to Earth every twenty five years. I mean, Royal Mail usually leave a note saying <laughs> "Do it the next day," but this fucker comes back. He goes through all the things that have happened. He's like uh, Hitler annexes Austria, and then all this stuff, and then of course, nineteen eighty eight. Twenty five years after nineteen eighty eight is. 2013. Yeah. Bad thing that happens in 2013. Margaret Thatcher dies. So So what we're saying here is that the doctor loves Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) He really does. He's a closet Tory and we all knew it. Mm. I mean, I suppose if her Nazi and Falco flew direct. (laughs) Yeah. And and then the rest maybe, you know, did the coach and the ferry. Yeah. That saves money, but then that factors in like they have to wait in a hotel yeah. for like. Four and this or five is pre-channel days. as well, so that'd be oh, oh, a nightmare. Tricky, yeah. They have to, you know, stay in a hotel for. I mean, I suppose they could get a single room and top and tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Falco could have the kids' menu. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's save, it's, it would save a bit of money. I'm, yeah. I'm just. <laughs> We're still trying to make sense of it. Um, Anyway, the Doctor and Ace are in the woods. Um, the Doctor sees a lizard, just like in Death in Paradise. Uh, but it which... reminds me of something. <laughs> <laughs> he says, hang on, Ace, I've just seen a lizard. Yeah. Want to go pub? 
<laughs> pub now? Pub. Like goes, forever? Oh, yeah. Just like that lizard was under a leaf, so too are the cyber fleet yeah. under yeah. a space leaf. Yeah. Imagine if he'd have gone, that lizard was under a leaf, and then he goes to the stereo, and then he goes, oh, hang on, I was totally wrong on this. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was just <laughs> And then, so, then we're into part three. Of part three! I'm right, so we've sorry. got 22 minutes. <laughs> Go! I've got a lot more about the Nazis' travel. <laughs> good, good. So quickly. Just, just let me know when we get there. So, right. so the doctor fiddles with the ghetto blaster. Ghetto blaster. Mm. <laughs> and he goes, treble, bass, balance. And I'm thinking, go to Dolby. <laughs> and then he exposes thousands of cyber warships. Yes. He says the best thing to do is go to the crypt and give them the bow. Yeah. Because yeah. at this point, the uh, Nazis are in the crypt with the Cybermen. Yep. And they're, they're, they're having a bit of a catch-22 situation because they've all got things. Mm-hmm. But because, the, because the, the nemesis hasn't got any of them, yeah. they can't do anything because they need a bow and an arrow. <sighs> Lady it's, Fart it, Pants, what she's called. <laughs> <laughs> she's got I the thought. arrow. Yeah. Doctor's stolen the, the bow, but the, the, the what's he called? Hair flick? <laughs> Hair Nazi. Hair Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. He doesn't know his bow's missing at yeah. this point. He's <laughs> carrying around the collector's box. Yeah. This is not available in the shop. He got it with tiger tokens. <laughs> uh, so, so, so meanwhile, Richard is taking Lady Fap Penfort, <laughs> Penfort. up the crypt. Brilliant. <laughs> no, that's fine. Don't cheat. She asks. Because all the soldiers start coming in. Yeah, says, yeah. yeah, Come with me, lady. Leave it here. They run says, away. Why have you risked your life to save me? Because I've been a shit to you for mm. years. Yeah. She says, you are a good man. Oh, yeah. Richard's a good man. And he also does say, I doth look up your petticoats as we went up the stairs, and I doth have cuckoo spit on my pommel. <laughs> Just, just leave you with that, John. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So, the way I've got it at the plot at the minute, the farmer can't cross the river with the, with the bow and the nemesis because the nemesis will eat the bow. The yeah. doctor has a chicken in the fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, I've got 20 minutes and you're chiming in with... Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> just so I know, good. So she says, why have you risked your life? And then she says, it's a good man. And he says... We have no more weapons, my lady. Mm. He doesn't talk like that. <laughs> and she says sort of she bit. has one more that will not fail. Yeah. And I'm thinking she's going to say my mouth. <laughs> but she says my knowledge. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, so, the chase? so they're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so Ace says she, she, they're on the way back to the crypt. And Ace says, Doctor, I have to tell you, I'm really scared. Yeah. And he says... Couldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't give so, a shit. I don't care, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, you can wait on the toilet if you want, if you want to be a big fucking yellow chicken. <laughs> or you can come with me. And she says, no chance. Yeah. So the Cybermen... <laughs> so the Cybermen and the Nazis listen to some jazz. <laughs> they listen to some, some jazz. jazz. What Doctor Who episode will you be given the opportunity to say that? <laughs> The Cybermen and the Nazis isn't to jazz. Yep. Because the Doctor has blocked the signal with jazz. Yes. Because he fucking loves jazz. (laughs) Johnny hates jazz. 
Johnny hates jazz. Doctor loves jazz. Yeah. Loves jazz. Yeah. What? I mean, wh- I want to see Hartnell smoking a big doob listening <laughs> to jazz. <laughs> thing. Um, Courtney Pine. He's basically uh, William Hartnell's basically scatting his whole way through every episode, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> that's why he wore a nappy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh come on! No, don't applaud that. <laughs> don't applaud that. That wasn't hell. applause. That was William Hartnell. <laughs> that was that was sympathy. Um, yeah, they listen to what the Nazi doubts the Doctor would. He says, "I doubt very much." That's a bit French. <laughs> he spent time in France, yeah. just to give him a background. Yeah. I doubt very much. The doctor would walk in here right now holding the bow. <gasps> what happens? He bloody does. He, he bloody, bloody walks bloody in does. holding the bow. Yeah. Uh, nothing much. Uh, but, um, <laughs> he does that. He runs around like a tit for a minute with Ace going, am I holding it or am I giving it to Ace? Or is Ace giving it to me? And, and why does Cyberman, Cyberman... Yeah, yeah this Cyberman just goes, I'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> but he doesn't. He's like, oh. Yeah, they stand there like they're on the golden shot. Like, yeah, you want Bob Mangas? Am I on telly? Yeah. <laughs> just snap his arm off. Cybermen. These are Cybermen. Do your job. Well, I've had a lovely day. They just go, oh. oh. It's like chuckle vision at this point. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, so they piss about with that. Uh, and then he hands the bow to the statue. Oh, yeah. Then runs <laughs> off with the bow. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> amazing oh, uh, and then he says don't worry Ace it will follow the bow and then Nemesis wakes up yep. not the Chessington ride we should <laughs> say. No, no, no. this is not what we're fighting for Nemesis yeah. wakes up that never and wakes screams <gasps> so Lady Panfort mm-hmm. tells Richard not to be scared even though he is still shitting himself about planes and stuff this tree doth be Connected to poles. She's like, it's a phone. <laughs> this wingless beast doth ask me. That's another man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and she says, it's just Nemesis waking up. So then the Nazis left alone with the, other, the, the last Cyberman, mm. who's clearly Cyber like... Cyber leader. Yeah, he's yeah. been promoted well within his means. Because <laughs> yeah. he yeah. says, Mr. Nazi... Mm-hmm. I love I love your ice wall. cream vans, but um, it's time for you to die. And Mr. Nazi has got a packet of gold in his pocket. He's like the spin doctors. He's got a pocket full of gold, but not kryptonite. He sprinkles Disney over the Cyberman. He throws gold. He basically gold. throws gold in the Cyberman's yeah. face. Yeah. So then the, the doctor and Ace go into this room and he starts messing with chess pieces. Ugh. He's like going, Ace, what do you... What are you talking about? Pawn down. And she's like, what time is it? And he's like, queen down. I don't know. And she goes, what's going on? And he goes, bishop down. I don't know. And I think we're trying to say there's some sort of game going on here. Oh, maybe. Uh, what are you doing, Doctor? He's like, oh, I'm going to fuck you up by introducing you to your mum you hate later on. Don't worry so, about it. So then, so then while, while that's going, Richard sees a hitchhiker. Right. Yeah, go on. Thank you. Because uh, we're all doing research today, uh, the hitchhiker gets into a uh, blue uh, Vauxhall. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's Reg is B two ten AMP, um, and just a little fact about that: it has been untaxed since April nineteen ninety five. So there you go. There you go. Thank you, Tom. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Tom. You, Tom. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You. Good. Thank Finally. you. Finally, it's like being on Crime Watch. <laughs> so Richard sees this happen. 
Uh, hang on, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> and he says, I will fetch a carriage for you. That man had a small finger protrude from his bald finger. It's, like, it's a thumbs up. That yeah. is, you can do that, Richard. He sucks off a lorry driver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know when we normally do this like um, at home? Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't urinate now, I'm going to die. <laughs> so can I do that where you continue? You carry on. You Thank go. you. Okay. Yeah. Seamless. This is most unprofessional. Yeah, yeah. So Thomas, me and you from now on. Hi there. Okay. okay good. Uh, I've got a car. Just follow your nose. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Litchfield's going oh. for a piss. Yay! We will see many wonders in the days to come. Good, good. Uh, professionals like us hold it in. Yeah, yeah. I am bursting. <laughs> the juice of apple. The juice of apple is holding in. <laughs> so, they mm. then, then they get picked up by Joan Rivers. <laughs> Who is a successful Hollywood actress? Yeah. What the fuck is she doing in this episode? What is happening? Well, at least her character goes somewhere and has an arc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, mm. and um, so the so they get in a lift with her. So the doctor meets Nemesis and gives the bow. Yeah, she says she is beautiful, but she says I have other forms that would horrify you. <laughs> Savile again. <laughs> I think that's uh, a fix with um, fix with Santorin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so Remington, the American. She hears all about her family tree from yes. Lady Panthfart. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I met your great-great-grandmother. She was poisoned. I did it. Oh, yeah. She's like, this is fascinating. <laughs> I don't understand anything. So then mm. Ace has a shootout with coins. She grabbed coins. <laughs> she grabbed a bag Sonic of coins. now, apparently. Yeah. yeah. She grabbed a bag of coins from house. She's got a Dennis the Menace. <laughs> what are they called? Uh, Capo. Capo. Oh, yeah. No, Nash is the dog. <laughs> right. She doesn't fire a dog at anyone. <laughs> She's told by the doctor that the, the Cybermen hate gold. Yes. Yeah. She uses that knowledge to her advantage by yeah. being more deadly with a catapult than the Cybermen are with whatever it is they're wielding. What the fuck are they? Yeah. They carry around fucking thermos flasks. Yeah. <laughs> so she takes out a few Cybermen. Yeah. And um, uh, where are we? Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Some Cybermen end up killing each other, trying to kill Ace. A smart, the old... Uh, are we allowed to call it a Mexican shootout anymore? Yeah. Who's yeah. offended by that? <laughs> uh, guns. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we'll call that a uh, non-North American shootout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Okay. So, so the Nemesis... Mm. The Doctor is programming to send the Nemesis to the Cyberfleet. Yeah. Because what we haven't mentioned, which is quite important... Is that there's a cyber fleet? You mentioned it with the lizard. There's a yeah. cyber fleet the waiting cyber in space. Fleet. Yeah. There's thousands of ships <laughs> waiting in space. <laughs> Look what it is! It's Mr. Paul Litchfield. Paul Litchfield's <laughs> back from having a piss. It was too fast for him to wash his hands properly. We so all know it. <laughs> I feel three ounces lighter. <laughs> Disgusting. <clears throat> uh, Where are so we? There's loads of there's loads of ships floating in space. Yeah. Oh, I love ships floating and in space. And then yeah, Sil pulls up his trousers. And all the, cyber, <laughs> all the Cybermen applaud. It was, okay. Um, this is I mean, shot. <laughs> look, here, here's the thing. I mean, I don't want to labour it, but if the Nazi... If her Nazi... We've got Nazi, ten minutes. What? Ten minutes. All right, if her Nazi met Max Shrek... Ah, now you're interested. Batman Returns. Like, yeah. a few years ago, from his views to a kills. Um, he could have hired maybe a Zeppelin. Now, look, look the reason you mean to get Max a Zeppelin... Zorin? No, but... Uh, 
the reason to get the Zeppelin <laughs> is that no questions asked. Just, there's no customs. <laughs> there's no port authority. We had prizes for tonight. He could, yeah, we got prizes. But he could fly the Zeppelin straight across, couldn't he? Let's just because, say yes. <laughs> and then all the Cybermen Well, you die. know, you could take your alien tech, the luggage, the Nazis. <laughs> you could cross international date lines, John. We had signed things. Uh, <laughs> you could have won no prizes. port authorities or no, anything, no, yeah, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying. Problem is, Zeppelins can only travel at 73 miles an hour, <laughs> John. But they can go for 24 hours, which means you'd have to... You have to refuel twice. <laughs> Possibly in uh, Dakar, <laughs> Sierra Leone. I might just give these out randomly. <laughs> what happens next? We're all in that I'm hangar. I'm just saying. We're all in the hangar. The best set ever for Doctor Who. All I'm saying is you're losing half a page. Of <laughs> right, we'll so, 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 Ace has killed loads of Simon. Yay! Yeah! The, the nemesis asks if she is to destroy the fleet and if she will be needed again. She's like... Doctor, you know that thing you used to make me do? Mm. Do you need <laughs> that again? He's like, no. <laughs> and you destroy the cyber fleet. Yeah. And uh, so the Nazis turn up and briefly take the bow before briefly. being shot by the last Cyberman, because mm. all the Cybermen are dead now. Yeah. Uh, who wants the bow. So Lady Panfart arrives <laughs> with Richard to get her nemesis. Yeah. She knows <laughs> who... The doctor is. What? Why? She knows his secrets. <gasps> he has a big book of anuses. <laughs> oh, I see. And he hands master. the bow to Cyberleader and says the Cybermen should have the bow. And then he says to Lady Pamphart, thank you for coming to the 20th century. Mm. Thank you for bringing the bow. You may go now. <gasps> and as it's about to launch, Lady Pamphart goes, oh, freak out mm-hmm. she jumps in with Nemesis and yeah. they start having like s- sort of lesbian stuff <laughs> they snuggle and cuddle it's 2251 yeah. everyone this <laughs> I'm sorry I say as I see <laughs> and then it takes off I don't have lesbian stuff in my head <laughs> if they, it would it would take up a whole a they, they kiss yep. there's nothing wrong with it where are you where are you now this is the London Podcast Festival. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the ship takes off like a turd out of an aqueduct <laughs> and destroys the entire fleet. Why, I order. So the cyber leader is about to kill the doctor and he's like, I'm going to kill you now, doctor. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to kill you now. Yep. And Richard goes, oh, and he grabs an arrow Whoa. that landed in the TARDIS that had poison and it gold on it. Yeah. Stabs the Cyberman with it. It dies. Yeah. Uh, so then Rich they, Rich is like what am I going to do now <laughs> he doesn't talk like that I've, have I did, when I went for a wee did I miss the bit when they were in the limousine yeah oh. <laughs> it's go, on, I go wrote, on I doth interfere with the back end of your metal ore so now my catkins have been burnt off <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to hear that John good nice. thank you I'm pleased I did nice so then they say to Richard we can give you a lift back home and he's like oh lovely so then they go home, and then, so 1638, and then Richard comes out and says, I don't have jazz <laughs> that you speak of, but music doth flow from my bottom brown mouth. <laughs> and then they play music, and then Ace says, Doctor, I need to know something about mm. you. Uh. And he's like, what? She goes, who are <gasps> you? 
And he looks down the camera and goes, Who am I indeed? Mm. And the next episode's uh, Greatest Show in the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. the end of Silver and now, what what we'll do now is we'll score it very quickly because we've got seven minutes left. Okay. So, so we're going to do it in the order of uh, who read out the episode. So, Paul, um, what are we going to score it out of? Um, oh, yeah. Any suggestions from anyone in the audience? Yeah, um, 100 out of what? Brown mouth. Brown what? Brown bottom mouth. <laughs> brown bottom mouth. <laughs> what was the other one? Social worthiness. Uh, maybe it has to be social. I like the idea I of 100 social worthiness. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Right, yeah. okay, yeah. go for it, Paul. Okay, um... I don't like McCoy's era much. Um, it's not his fault. He's great. But the writing's shy. But when I look at um, uh, most of McCoy's stuff, apart from maybe uh, Curse of Fenric, it's like watching fucking Pinta this. <laughs> so I'm going to give it uh, 20. 20. 20, okay. Well, 20. it's got like seven TARDIS materialisations right. and there's something else I quite like. It might have just been what I wrote about it that I like. Yeah. Yeah. 20. 20, okay. So Tom? No, I'm going to be more generous. I'm going to say uh, the Nemesis returns to Earth every 25 years. Uh, it, it would have returned to Earth almost three times since then. I'm going to give it 75 because this has been an absolute joy. It was. F- Hang on, are you giving it 75? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Are you all right? 75. 75 social workers for this Zippy, pacey, Zippy joy of a story. <laughs> oh, I liked it when I went <laughs> oh, through no. the time. Um, so you give me 75, that's your 75, final answer. 75, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that out of, of the Sylvester's we've watched in this neighbourhood, this mm. was my favourite. But I'm going to go 30. I'm not going to go <laughs> I'm not so mentally ill like <laughs> question mark jumper man <laughs> 125 social workers right at this point we should ask for correspondence Uh, I'm going to do that in the style of blood axe yeah Uh, but we're giving prizes tonight we've got prizes so this is the if you you come up with good correspondence the third prize is uh, Silver Nemesis signed by <laughs> which you've all definitely the seen the last prize is the very thing you've second prize about. second prize John Pertwee's Big Book of Monsters oh, but this is amazing and first prize is an original drawing of Davros by me by Mr Tom Neenan <laughs> so signed by all of us hands up if you've got artist. any correspondence I no mean, one wants a prize. You could literally say a Silver Nemesis was an episode and Didn't get we, a prize at this point. Why are we supposed to have like a boom mic? Yes, or something sir. Oh, yes. No, no, they've got an overhead mic. It's fine. Uh, I'm just wondering, what chance, 0 to 100%, do you think that the Fourth Reich would have used Uzis, which of course were developed by the Israelis? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would agree. I thought of that at the time. I yeah. thought <laughs> Nazis don't go trucking with Uzis. No. no but they made that lovely. Sounds that really sounds threatening. Maybe it came free with a blue van. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, they collected enough SO tokens. Yeah. Anyone else got any correspondence? Anyone else? Come on, question, please. Yes, Yes. sir. Uh, well, yeah. Remembrance oh, of the Daleks, which they literally go, yeah. oh, like we did in Remembrance of the Daleks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. But I always think they do that on the live news. 
uh, every day they go, hang on, didn't we do a better version of the news yesterday? The thing is, news has been struggling since 9-11. Nothing's topped oh. it. <laughs> news is boring. Pre-9-11, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Pre-9-11. Um, uh, uh, one more question to get a prize. Any more questions, yeah. please? Because you'll get, I mean, genuine prizes. You genuinely prizes. get a prize. Just something. Oh, yes, yes. Back. Yeah. And wondered when the Doctor and Ace were being held practically captive by the Windsor Castle staff. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. What scene was deleted in which they escaped from that in order to materialise to run straight over to the Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> what happened was is they were both cast in El Dorado. <laughs> and they had to do two years on that. <laughs> they both had to work in the BBC canteen. <laughs> oh. Have you? Has anyone seen the extended edition, by the way, where that scene is included? <laughs> has anyone seen that? What? Where oh, what? Uh, the doctor puts on some glasses yeah. and says, you will let us go. You are going to let us free. And then Ace says, what did you do? And then the doctor, having put on his glasses and hypnotised them, literally says, you have to make a spectacle of yourself. Like fucking Tim oh, Vine. Fucking hell. <sighs> yeah! <laughs> Michael Gray saw that and was like, no. No, we're going to give it one more series and then it's dead. No. Oh, well, that was our correspondence for Silver Nemesis. Is that is No one, no no one else wants to... No, but yeah, that... sure. Pen- yeah, go, go, go on, go on. Oh! 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 Uh, bottom is Shipman. Uh, <laughs> Crippin. No, I'd Crippin. go Crippin. Crippin. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, Shipman has got the the biggest tally, hasn't he? <laughs> so he, on one on one yeah on one sort of metric, he's the best. He was he was most. <laughs> uh, if you were doing top trumps, he would be the best. He would. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Bashir, fuck off. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Pepper's got to be top. Doctor Pepper, and in the middle, in distress. Those are my so <laughs> those are my favourite doctors. I, mean, I wanted Tom us to Baker come on tonight to Doctor in Distress, but we Tom couldn't Baker, figure it. Isn't it? Yeah. Tom Baker Although I would say Colin Baker took at least eight minutes out of his day to record us a little message. So at the minute, I think I like he's winning to think he had his knob out. <laughs> what do you think I edited out? This is a, it's a kids show. But it was dipped in tzatziki. <laughs> That took a long time for me to say. <laughs> Dipped in. You try to say to Zeke, I like to think he had it on his, of those I like to think he laid it on the window sill. Oh! <laughs> and on that, ladies and Nothing gentlemen. Nothing better that. 50 episodes. This has been a wheezing groaning sound. Follow us at wheezing pod. Thank you so much for being such a lovely audience tonight. Yeah. Come up if you ask a question and we'll, nope. we'll tear up the things and hand them out to anyone who wants them. Thank you very much. Good night. Goodbye. Thank you. Um, so three of you can come and collect a prize.
Hello, I'm Tom, and I make a podcast where I log in to celebrities' Amazon accounts. It's called... What a brilliant idea for a pod. There's no original pods out there anymore, but this genuinely is. Oh, thanks, Ben Bailey-Smith. Anyway, it's called... This is good, isn't it? It's clever, this podcast. You should do more. Thanks, Kerry Godleyman. It's called... This is such a great idea, by the way. What great podcast. Shappy Corsander, you're too kind. The podcast is but called... it's biographical. You can get all sorts of information out of people. This is a very good idea. Thank you, Nick Helm. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thanks, Alex Horn. Can you tell your friends? Great Big Owl.